Hello. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Let me get my background in here. Yeah, get your background in there. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want no busted, broke ass uh, Oakland type looking shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I think I did it right. Let me start my video. All right, here cool. we go. Hey, look, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. What's going on, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Yes, sir, man. All right, welcome to Poem Podcast. It is my co-host Hashim with your host Asif Ali, and we're here to talk about NFL action and previewing the playoffs uh, for the wild card. So, Hashim, man, how was your New Year's? Hey, I'd say New Year's was good, man. You know, it's just, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, you just got to count your blessings, man, and uh, you know, move forward. So it's yeah. So I, I'd have to say, you know, I'm glad 2020 is over. A lot yeah. of good things, you know, happened to me personally in 2020, but at the same time, you know, as far as the climate goes with the world and all that, now I think everybody needs a new 365, so. <laughs> I agree, man. Yeah. New 365 is key, for sure. Like, even for me, great things happened, but, you know, I agree with you, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's start from the top, actually. Okay, so Derek Henry, we were talking about this yesterday, and yeah. now I'm saying, you know, so let's start from the top. Okay, so I'm just going to introduce this topic, and then you can go. Derrick Henry breaks the 2,000-yard uh, rushing mark yesterday. Brandon Marshall's on first things first today, and he's basically saying that, and I agree with this, you know, and, and you're obviously going to chime in very soon, that the MVP award is so quarterback-centric. It's so quarterback-centric. The last player to ever win the MVP wasn't a quarterback was Adrian Peterson back in 2012. Before that, I believe maybe Marshall Falk. For like years, like so, it was just back in two thousand or whenever that was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all thinking, for, I'm all thinking too. I'm like, I think that was two thousand. I want to say two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three or two thousand two. Yeah, because I believe two thousand no two thousand two because two thousand three was co MVPs with Peyton Manning and Steve McNair. If I'm right, yeah, I say correct me if I'm wrong, people. So pretty much, and I mean, if we talk about it, like I mean, if we look at it. Like the thing is, like, and I'm looking at this. Derrick Henry had 250 yards. Let me read. Let me read the stat line. Hold up. I'm just looking at this right now. So the Titans won on that crazy field goal last minute. You know, Tannehill completes that pass to Brown, and he Brown also had a monster game. He was 10 receptions, 151 yards, 15.1 yards per reception, one TD. Yeah. So Derrick Henry had 34 carries, 250 yards, 7.4 yards per carry, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I would say, I mean, hey, he's built different. He's built different. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> say, yeah. he, he's probably going to go down as one of the most physically gifted running backs we've ever seen, you know. And, and honestly, I, me personally, I think that's Adrian Peterson holding that right now. I you agree. know, even when you combine, you know, physical attributes along with the, the uh, all-time production, because – we could go down the list and say that this person was more physically gifted than that person, but if the production doesn't show it, then, you know, I mean, I'm not really going to put you in there because Bo Jackson would definitely have that honorable mention. So yeah. for the who are ready to have your pitchforks ready, you know, just you know, <laughs> settle down. Yeah. Bo Jackson wasn't an all-time great when it came to production. Right. Adrian Peterson is. Right. And Derrick Henry is on that path. You know, right. actually, he's there. So... I mean, he's 27 years old. You know, we all know that the lifespan of a running back isn't that long in the NFL. So when, you know, when you're thinking about 
greatness at that position, were you ever the top, you know, were you ever the top three in that conversation? And right. Derrick Henry for the last, I want to say two to three years has been in that, at least the top five. And the last two years, he's bar none number one, period. So, yeah, yeah. 2,000 yards isn't easy, as we know, that easy ace. So, and uh, let's actually talk about what we talked about in your stats yesterday when you posted about it. Because remember back in 2009, you mentioned this uh, yesterday. The Titans yeah. are the are the only franchise, I believe, right, to have two 2,000-yard rushers. Yep. And the last time they did that was actually our season at this school right here. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I remember doing right before we, we, when, we, when we were strapped up and you were about to go do, go do, do blocking drills, you're like, hey, bro, I told you, Andre Johnson's the best wide out in the league, right? And, and, <laughs> right. Then, and then you all send the same breath. Then you're like, then you're like, you know what? But I hope the Titans fail because I fucking hate the Titans. And then, right, right. But obviously, then they made the switch the next week to Vince Young. And, you know, I mean, yeah. And, but, and, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, you know, for anyone who saw that, <laughs> he's a, look, reason being was, it was like, yeah, they went 13 and three the year before. You know, I felt like Vince Young could have, you know, helped that team at the time. You know, Kerry Collins did his thing, but it was like, he was so limited. So right. I'm just thinking, like, all right, well, they're losing and Chris Johnson's, you know, running his heart out every game. And you're telling me that you can only be one and four at this time or one and five, some shit like that. Yeah. Once they got, no, it was one and six. And then Vince Young comes in and they were like eight and two or something like that or eight yeah. and one. Yeah. Something like that. And then they, uh, he got his 2000 Vince Young looked like a viable starter again. So it was like, see, you know, <laughs> but yeah, at that time it was fucking tight. Yeah, exactly. And CJ 2K, Chris Johnson, you know, kind of rushing for 2000 yards and eclipsing that. That season was just so like, so memorable. It's just like, you know, they, they, they made the playoff push and, you know, kind of Brandon Marshall's point, you know, I mean, obviously Peyton Manning won the MVP that year. Um, but, you know, preferential treatment goes to the QB. And, you know, I'm also going to now take this to, to to another topic because obviously Derrick Henry, like you said, and, uh, you know, I mean, you're a Cowboys fan, you know, like we like we discussed last time. Cowboys yeah. almost made the playoffs, but they lost, they, they lost yesterday, so they were eliminated. And kind of what you mentioned about Derrick Henry being top two or three back for the past uh, kind of five – top five back for the past two or three years. Yeah. Another man in that conversation is your own Ezekiel Elliott, right? So mm. for the past couple of years, I mean, we've seen kind of a drop off in production, right? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking Derrick Henry basically took Zeke's place as being as being the number one back in the league, like all around back. As far as like the best pure runner in the league, yes, he did. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I mean. It happens, you know. Yeah. It's it's just um, some people peak at the right time, some people decline early. Right. You know, I I you know, and then when we talk about MVPs, especially this season. You know, if there was any running back that I was going to give it to not named Derrick Henry would be like Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara for sure. Yeah. You know, Alvin Kamara actually, you know, let's just say if he rushed for like a thousand and, you know, did the Christian McCaffrey a thousand, a thousand, I think I would have gave it to him. But right. that's just a different story. You know, that I think it's just um, I think it's always hard to double the you know you know double a thousand yards whether it's yeah. receiving or rushing right. um and i yeah so i mean the biggest factor is derrick henry is the sole reason why the tennessee titans are in their position today correct and excuse me and that's what mvp is to me and i feel like um what sports needs to do is kind of rename that reward you know if you're if we're talking about the most outstanding player okay Let's right. go for this. But we're talking about valuable. 
Yeah. You know, it's like quarterbacks are valuable. Don't get me wrong. Right. But it's still the ultimate team game. We can't preach about football being the ultimate team sport, but we give one person to blame and the credit all the time. So yeah, too much preferential treatment goes to the QB. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and, you know, to your point, I agree with you. I think, you know, Derrick Henry is the best peer runner, best downhill runner in the NFL by far. There's no one else you're going to want to try. Yeah. You'd want to tackle. You would not want to tackle Derrick Henry downhill. Go. What, what? I'm not. I'm not gonna say by far. Okay. I'm not gonna say by far because oh. Nick Chubb is right there. Ah, forgot He's about like, Nick Chubb. See, yep. Derrick Henry's a six-two-six-three, you know, steamrolling train, but Nick Chubb is a fast-ass bowling ball coming right at you. You know, yeah. and he'll bowl you over. So I, so I won't. I won't just say Derrick Henry is like. By far the best downhill runner, but he he is the best downhill runner that we have right now. Right, so. and Nick Chubb obviously yesterday he also he also hit a milestone. He eclipsed a thousand yards for back to back seasons, you know. Yeah. And he was it was out for the majority for like for like half. I'm not sure if it was half the year how many games. It, it was missed, four but, games. It was yeah, four, four games. games. I mean that's pretty significant. That's a quarter of the season, you know. So yeah. I mean for him to also hit that milestone is pretty significant in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean. You know, if you think about it, that that means he's averaging about 90 yards a game. So, yeah. you know, which would have put him at 1,500, 1,400 again like he was last year. So, I mean, Nick Chubb, that's a that's a man running the football. That's that's man. We have grown-ass yeah. men running the football. It's crazy we're talking about this. They're like, oh, it's a pass-happy league, which it is. But you yeah. still have you still have you still have grown-ass running backs doing their thing and helping their teams win. Yeah. Because if you look at the Cleveland Browns, you look at the Tennessee Titans. Tannehill is, is is pretty good as a QB, yeah, but I think he's good. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is pretty much just like a mid card subpar in my opinion, kind of like Jimmy G kind of QB. You know, he's not you. He is what he is. You're not gonna expect him to kind of become a Pro Bowl. His numbers were not impressive at all this year, in my opinion. Yeah, like, no, I mean, no. 3,500 throwing your passing yards, 26, 28 TDs maybe. You know, so it's like he's basically kind of like a game manager type QB. So he you rely heavily. He's an efficient game manager. You know, efficient game manager. So Kevin yeah. Stefanski leverage the, the the obviously the defense of the browns the front four miles garrett and obviously the secondary and then obviously bake uh, the run game with nick chubb right just yeah. running it down to opponents throats and yesterday we kind of proved and kareem hunt yeah and kareem <laughs> hunt exactly yeah. it's a it's a two-headed monster so you know I, those are types of things that kind of count i mean you know because when you're trying to win games people people always think oh it's a pass happy league which it is you i think i think you do need pro bowl qb you to do. win a super bowl you know absolutely i yeah i believe that yeah, but you can still win games in other ways, meaning running. Let's take let's take the Ravens for example. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens yesterday almost went off for 500 rushing yards, right? And yeah. I mean that was just a clinic against the I've, Bengals. I've never like I I think before even like the Ravens even like had Lamar Jackson. I don't, I think the last team we ever seen run for 300 yards in a game mm-hmm. or plus. You know, just something crazy like that. I think it was the uh, New York Giants back in the day uh, with uh, Brandon Jacobs, Derek Ward, and um, Ahmad Bradshaw. There you go. Yep, Ahmad Bradshaw. Right. And then Tennessee Titans, once again, Chris Johnson, Lindell White. You know, and then I think, you know, I'm pretty sure Atlanta had to have done that before, you know, with Michael Vick, Ward Dunn, and TJ Duckett. But, yeah, I mean, but the way that the uh, the Ravens do it, like you – you could tell, like, this is what they do. And they're right. really good at it, and they're going to keep doing it. And, you know, and, like, and then another thing about quarterbacks nowadays, it's, like, so many so many teams have different styles of, you know, QB. 
you know, so it's not, so you don't always want to look at the numbers raw and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, this guy's good. This guy's not, Yeah. you know, I think watching football is more important than ever when you're trying to do these type of shows that, you know, that you're doing now, you know, yeah. and making, yeah, making sure you like you trust your eyes or, you know, you, you know, maybe you listen to another ear, you know, here and there, mm-hmm. and then you can make your own decision. So, right. yeah. And you know me, all I do is watch football as much as I can. You know, you see yeah. everyone who listens, either if you follow me on social media, you you yeah. see what I post my yes. Because, I mean, like, like to your point, the eye test never lies, right? You can look at the stats, yeah. the stat sheet. Yeah, I will admit there's some games I wasn't able to watch yesterday. I wasn't able to completely watch the Niners game. But I watched, I followed it, and I love the fact that Russell Wilson was able to come back and win that game because I love that we're in the – we have a 12, top 12 draft pick. It could have been – we could have fall, fall, fallen out of the top 20. How we won that game. So that's excellent. Um, the good thing is now let's talk about kind of the two scenes we we're just referencing. We start off this the show. The, okay. the 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 Titans and the Ravens are now going to play in the wild card. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that to me is going to be huge because if we talk if you think about it, like Tennessee, like you know they're pretty much when you it's a rematch of last year when Tennessee just came in and just ran it down Baltimore's throat. They couldn't yeah, do anything. Beat the shit out of everybody. Beat the shit out of, you know, except when they got to play Kansas except City. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who ended up beating up, beating up, beating up everyone. <laughs> beat the yeah, shit out of yeah. everybody. So, kind of, the the, the Titans, and, and I was watching Shannon Sharp today, and he was talking about kind of the Ravens rushing attack, and he and he just thinks that's too much. It's too much for, for the for the Titans to maintain or kind of, kind of contain. So, yeah. he's speaking the Ravens. I'm not sure, but, I mean, kind of, what do you think? Well, See, the thing about the Tennessee Titans is they're good on offense, but they suck on defense. Period. Right. You know, they're, right. you know, it's like they have holes on defense to where they could get cut up in the air. Um, they're, they're, um, I want to say they're like in the bottom half when it comes right. to total defense. Um, you know, so they can't rush the passer. Mm-hmm. We know that they can't stop the pass. Right. Yeah, you could run on them. You know, you, you're not. It's, you know, we're not talking about all all level bad, but their defense right. is not as stout as it was last year. Right. And I think that's what's going to hurt them the most. So, unless they come out and say, "Hey, you know what? It worked last week. F it. We're going to give Derrick Henry those carries again," which they should. Um, I that's their best shot to control the clock, keep Lamar Jackson on the sideline, and beat the Ravens at their own game to where the Ravens have to play catch up, which we, you know, which has been the narrative all year, you know, questioning, can they do that? Right. And we, we've yet to see it on a consistent level. So it's going to be interesting. And I think, yeah, oh yeah. And I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, me personally, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to win. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I wasn't really thinking about the defensive uh, issues of the Titans. And obviously the game that I watched, I watched that finale. I posted that, that, that field goal, the single doink, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that to me is pretty telling because that game went down the wire and um, they, you know, and, and the Texans, I mean, to the Texans credit, they played hard. You know what I mean? The visual yeah. games are always tough. It doesn't matter what your record is. The visual games are always yeah. tough. Exactly. But, and you got, and you got Deshaun Watson, you got JJ Watt, you got, you got all time great. No, I mean, yeah, great players. You have great players. No, it's all time. JJ yeah. Watt's an all time player. Yeah, JJ Watt all time. Yeah, Deshaun not so much yet. We're still waiting on that. So I mean, JJ did for sure. But kind of, you know, to that point, like you know, I mean, they they should have they should have blown them out of the water. They couldn't do it. Yeah, Um, there's other there's a few other games um, this year where you're like, you know, come on Tennessee, let's yeah, 
make a stop. Let's make a stop. And they couldn't make the stop. You know, and it wasn't about their offense not putting up the numbers. It was more about their defense stopping the nosebleed, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I agree with you. I think, yeah, we're gonna I'm probably gonna side with you and Chan Sharp. Ravens, uh Ravens or Titans in a close one. I'm 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 gonna go with that. So I'm now gonna, we're gonna What's your score though? What's your score? Oh no no no, I'm not giving you my score. You tell me your score first. Twenty four twenty. Twenty four twenty? That sounds reasonable. I'll go twenty seven twenty one. Twenty seven twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All sizable. Right. Sizable. Yeah. So, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It could be a blowout. It could be. It could very it has, it has potential potential to be, you know. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Greg we'll Roman. <laughs> All right, so let's move right down the list. Chargers blew out the Chiefs with their backups. That's not even we're talking about. Um, yeah. So that's that. Actually, that is what we're talking about because it's kind of the last topic of the MVP discussion, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the MVP is so QB centric. Offensive Rookie of the Year, and so the same the same kind of thing. Justin Herbert is probably going to win it, but Justin oh. Jefferson has broken Randy Moss's single season receiving record as a rookie. And the rookie receiving record in the NFL. Like, he's broken two records. The franchise record for Minnesota that Randy yeah. Moss set back in 1998. And the NFL rookie receiving record. But they're going to probably give it to Justin Herbert because Herbert did in less games. You know, I'm not going to argue that. Right. But and, that and, and remember, too, he broke Anquan Bolton's uh, reception. Anquan Bolton was the one who held the NFL record. Exactly. That's what I'm referencing. Yeah. So, Randy Moss and Anquan Bolton's receiving record were, were, were both shattered yesterday by Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So kind of let me get your thoughts on that because Justin Herbert, you know, I saw somebody about he's like he didn't less game. So I mean it's hard to hard to argue, but Justin yeah. Jefferson missed two games, right? He missed yeah. two games and he still did this. So kind of what's your what's your take on that? Uh so when we talk about well, yeah, you know, I, I believe I posted something about that too, you know, and it was just like if the league wasn't so QB centric, you know, hey, we all know who the rookie of the year is. Right. Uh but but to the rookie to the rookie class this year's credit, it was a thick ass class. Okay. You know, Joe Burrow, if he was healthy for the whole time, I think he would have won it. Um, just from what he had to deal with and how well he's you know he played despite wins and losses. Mm-hmm. You know, I think with Joe Burrow, they probably would have won maybe two to three more games too. So sure. I don't know. Maybe Cleveland's not in the playoffs. Who knows? Right. Right. Um and then you go to Justin Herbert, like you said. I mean, anytime a first-time quarterback throws for 31 touchdowns, I, I, I don't think that's anything to sneeze at. Right. Um, you know, which still sucks when you're, like, at a receiver position or, you know, a running back or, you know, somebody on the defensive end balling for real. Um, but, I mean, if it, were, if it were me, I'm voting Justin Jefferson. Okay. You know, like, hey, you know what? We, we talk about these all-time greats. You know, and who's gonna match this? Who's gonna do that? Right. And you just broke Randy Moss's record, like who, Moss. He was a, yeah, who you was know, my then, personal goat, in my opinion. Right. So yeah, no, yeah, I'm saying no, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. You know, and um, and then of course Anquan Bolden that record. I mean, who would have thought that a rookie again would ever get you know 100 plus catches? <laughs> exactly. I didn't, you know, I didn't either. That's insane level of trust that you have with your team. Right. And they're like, hey, we're going to give you – it's like you're the primary target on this one. Oh, hey, you know what? We have Adam Thielen, but we want you to get this catch. Like that's that's crazy responsibility. And right. what they say about receiving in the NFL, receiving corners 
take the longest to acclimate because it's, you know, it's really hard. Um, You know, well, I mean, clearly quarterback is too, but you know, with all these, you know, with all these passing camps, I think they're more, they're better off than they were five, 10 years ago, you know, in receivers, we still have hits or misses. Bingo. A lot of hits and misses. A lot. Yeah. So it's just, I, I just think on degree of difficulty, I would just give it to Justin Jefferson, you know, and maybe that's just me being anti-quarterback at this moment, but, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but, but I mean, facts are facts, you know, yeah. you're scattering all time records. I think you should be rewarded for that, you know, because it's going to be hard for him to even get, you know, get close to even an MVP award or, you know, he get all pros, pro bowls, all that stuff. But, you know, Hey, sometimes I think individual seasons need to be recognized. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to that point, and we can also go trace it back to last year, Josh Jacobs, you'd appreciate this, right? Josh Jacobs <laughs> of the Raiders. I think he did. I'm not sure if he broke the record for rookie rushing record, but you know, he didn't get, nah, he, no. he had a phenomenal rookie year <laughs> rushing. Yeah. yeah. And um, he was pretty much in the running for rookie of the year, but they gave it to Kyle Murray, which yeah. is kind of controversial, right? But Kyle Murray's yeah. first overall pick, you know, and he's, it's again, it's a QB centric kind of league now. And yeah. So only the, five games, you know, so it's like, you know, <laughs> It, it, it's like I could I get it like there's certain players when you come in you're like hey that's that dude Kyler right. Murray yeah I mean I wouldn't have called him that dude last year right. you know uh Josh Jacobs was the reason why the Raiders were relevant for the first eight to ten weeks of the season until they imploded like they did this year yeah losing all those games in the end yeah you know um and I, I believe the rookie rushing records I think is he- still held by Eric Dickerson 1800 right. yards or something like that. Right. Uh, I think Zeke was close. Zeke and Edwin were close. I thought I thought Adrian Pearson broke it. Uh-uh. Okay. No. Nah. <laughs> I was saying he he could have if they started yeah. him early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. But yeah, no that that's basically it. Yeah, I think yeah, and I think kind of you know the QB centric award is kind of that's the issue. The QB bias is going to pre- prevent a lot of great skill position players um receivers running backs whoever from from actually you know getting those uh those nods those those acknowledgements yeah. so it kind of sucks just yeah <laughs> not, not much else to say about that but right. um <laughs> exactly 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 so that's cool all right now let's go through the actual record let's go through so washington winning the division winning your division beating the yeah. beating your boys and being the eagles um mm-hmm. alex smith is my pick for comeback player of the year absolutely um, yeah, I mean that was that was just phenomenal. I think um, you know this whole season's been a phenomenal story. He's the best story of the season, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, like with that, it's just like you know, it just shows you kind of if you have character and you have testament, like you can come back from a life-threatening leg injury and just you know fucking just win, make win, win a fucking playoff, win a division title, and then you know obviously just carry your team. You know, and Alex Smith to me is like the most mentally toughest quarterback out there, in my opinion. Um, so. Talented, debatable, right? But definitely, <laughs> I mean, he's, in the, he's been in the NFL for as long as he has. He's talented. He's talented, so, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, we can't take that away. <laughs> no, we definitely can't. But now he's got to play Tampa Bay in the playoffs in the wild card. So, talk to me about kind of what you're thinking and what you're expecting for that game. Who do you pick and why? Who? Um, this is a this is a potential trap game, right? For Tampa, right? And what people have to realize, yeah, well, they're seven and nine. Mm, they are, but they were six and four 
after starting one and five because they made that switch. Exactly. And what did Tampa Bay struggle with early this year and most of the year when they played against great defensive teams or teams with great pass rushers? Yes, sir. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going for like upset alert or anything. I, I still think Tampa Bay, you know, uh, passes by, but it's not going to be like, Oh, we're going to come in here and, you know, push you guys around because you're seven and nine. I think it's going to be uh, more of a harder fought game. Um, I think we're looking at um, like a low key scoring one, you right. know, like a, just a low scoring game. Um, Tom Brady finds a way, you know, in Tampa advances. So I, I I'm going to say that score would be uh, <laughs> 17-13. Uh, I was going to say 17-14. <laughs> yeah, 17-13. I just, I, I just think at this point, you know, what, see, Washington, I mean, other than Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, like Antonio Gibson's good. He's talented. Um, I just – there's something about their offense. I just don't trust it all the way. Right. And I'm not trusting them in the playoffs yet. So, yeah, that's why I'm – yeah, their defense is going to keep them in the game, if anything. And I, and, 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 I, and I think that's a good point because if you look at kind of last night's game that they played against the Eagles, it was the defense that held them, that, that kept them in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And the offense couldn't could barely – they only – I mean, they, Alex went through for two, two – one or two TDs. I forgot what it was. I don't care. Yeah, but they only, like, they, only, they only put 20 points on the board against the depleted Eagles, <laughs> like secondary and like, like a whole on squad. I mean, yeah. I, I would expect if you're going to make a deep playoff run that you, that in the last week of the season against a divisional opponent. And again, like I said, divisional opponent game, divisional games are tough. Like the times are yeah. taking to the wire. Eagles kept in, the, it, it was close to, to the last, you know, last, last couple minutes. So, I mean, it was still close. And the final score 2014. The, the, right. the Redskins, the Washington football team, they, they need to, I want to see a little. I want to see them kind of have a Thanksgiving game against your boys last night. I want to see them assert their will. Yeah. I want to see them go like and beat them forty-one seventeen or something remarkable, so that way I have a little more confidence in them heading into the playoffs. Even though they're hosting, you know yeah. the you know the the what do you call it? the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Mike Evans, by the way, we were talking about milestones. Mike yeah. Evans, five straight years or whatever it is, the the yeah, first receiver, seven, seven Wait, straight. Seven? The only yeah, it's yeah. seven. It is. You're right. Twenty thirty. The only receiver ever to do to 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 have a thousand yard seasons every single year in his first seven seasons. Yeah, I mean a- that that's incredible. I mean, and they have too many other weapons. They have A B. He has forty five yeah. catches. You know, Tom Brady got him his his little sign bonus because of that. Twenty yeah. quarter million, right? You got Rob, you got Gronk, you got Chris Godwin, and you know, I mean, this is Definitely just the riches. Yeah, there's there's just there's so many. You got the running game is also pretty looking pretty good too. I mean, I don't even know who yeah. the running back is. Or is it shady? It's not shady. No, it's shady. not shady. It's Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. So put yeah. some respect on Rojo's name, man. Yes, sir. You know? Yes. Because I, I don't get me wrong. I, I wrote him off early this year when they had <laughs> uh, when they had Leonard Fournette. Cause I was like, oh, Leonard Fournette's about to take this and eat. Yeah. You know, because I've seen at that point, I saw enough of Ronald Jones. I was like, ah, you know, he's a, you know, he he's he's a physical runner, but he's not, you know, big enough, or he's not you know, durable enough for a 16-game season, then right. lo and behold, this man, you know, clearly was working out in the weight room, and he still kept his speed. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, hey. That's, hey, sometimes you just need some competition just to, you know, put you up to the next level. So congratulations to him. 
Yeah, congratulations to Ronald Jones. And obviously the Tampa the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna say Tampa, I don't give a fuck. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah, hashtag skip Bayless shout out. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I think I think I think uh like you said, the offense will be too much. However, I mean Chase Young and that front four, if Ryan Kerrigan, Chase Young, if that front four can get after Tom Brady, then they're gonna have they're gonna it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna Tom, be a long day. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a very long day. And I mean, I mean, like you said, it could be a trap game based on the front four. Chase Young actually was on record this morning saying that Tom Brady, get ready. I'm coming for you. You know, so he's, he's coming in with like confidence, you know, the, 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 the you know, don't sleep on the Washington football team. And I'm just, yeah. I'm excited for that game. That's a game to watch. That's a game to watch. Yeah, this absolutely. You know, I, and as much as I hated that, um, you know, Dallas squandered this whole season away and we got injuries and all that stuff, bad play calls and, I mean, bad, like, judgment calls and stuff. It's just, we, that wouldn't have been a good matchup for us. You know, no. and I, think, <laughs> and I, you know, if we had, you know, and honestly, we have no business being in the big, you know, being in the big dance at this point in time. Right. So, you know, I mean, we deserve to lose, you know, as much as Darius Slayton wants to say, like, oh, you played to win the game, Philly, like, win more games, you yeah. know, and then we don't have to wait on anybody else to win or lose, period. So congrats to Washington getting their business done. Yeah, I think they actually do have an elite, you know, like actual elite unit, which is yeah. pass rushers. So, I mean, <laughs> that's all it takes sometimes. Literally, that's all it takes. All, all, all you need is one. Like, if you look at the Niners last year, how we made the Super Bowl, we had Nick Bosa, D. Buckner, D. Sorry, D. Ford, DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead. Just yep. swarming after the elite, QB. Elite pass rush, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. One thing, you have a chance. If, if you look at the Giants in Super Bowl 42, you look at the Giants in Super Bowl 46. Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan. And uh, or somebody like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthias <laughs> Kiyonuka and Osu Minura. Yep. Damn. <laughs> you think about that, you're like, damn. It's either I'm old, but yeah, you know, it's like you're older, but then you're like, damn, that was a, that was a, nice, ass, that was a nice ass team. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, to the point, because even though I'm a Moss fan, I knew heading into that game, the, the, the Patriots O-line was so beat up for winning the championships and making those deep runs. And yeah. this Giants D-line outside of Michael Strahan, they're fresh. I mean, these guys like yeah. Justin Tuck, 24 years old, like starting a Super Bowl, like going up against like a 35-year-old, whoever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, look out for the – so we're going to look out for the Washington football team. And the uh, and the Tom Tom baby bucket. Now let's talk about your Cowboys, okay? Because obviously you guys had all the hype and all the expectations to win the division this this year. We always do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's an expectation. Yeah, it should be an expectation because you guys have the most talented team. You have the most pay. You have the highest payroll uh, out of any team in the NFC East, right? Yeah. But Jerry Jones, all your big money guys didn't deliver. You know, none of your big money guys that you pay big money didn't deliver. Zeke didn't deliver. Dak, yeah. obviously, franchise. I mean, you know, fucking, what's on? What's going on with Demarcus Lawrence? I, I mean, I don't know. So, talk to me about that. You know what I mean? Like, shit. So, this is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Because I know I talked to, uh, you know, somebody else within the Dallas fan club. You know, and we, you know, so one thing, you know, we're we're always looking at the defense and side eyeing the defense, like, oh, you know, y'all are supposed to do this, right? But real shit since Tony Romo's been there, you know, our, our, our calling is offense. That's what we wanted. That's how, that's what Jerry wanted to do. He wanted to put points on the board. So if we're not scoring, you know, 24 or more points, 
then we're not getting our job done. Right. And clearly, when we lose, when we've been losing the last two years, we're 0 16 when we don't score over 30. <laughs> that's like, like, that's insane to think about. So, if that's the case, then first things we need to do is shore up, re- reload on the offensive line. Right. You know, so then we have, you know, Dak actually having time, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, make, you know, do his, you know, do his reads, make his passes. Right. You know, Zeke having open holes, maybe he might look fresher, but you know, we just have to, you know, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm looking inward, you know, thinking like, okay, maybe I don't need flashy toys on the outside anymore. And I need to do what made us, you know, great. Right. You know, I, I need to build up that offensive line. You know, if I want to pay Dak, how, what's the number, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I need to figure out what that number is. And then what, you know, whatever that number is, hopefully he takes it. If he doesn't, you know, you have to have a, a viable, you know, plan B option. So it's, 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 uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a different uh, off season. It's going to be interesting, man. But I think when it comes to uh, Dallas um, overall, I mean, Mike McCarthy, I mean, he's shown certain flashes. There's some gaps too, where I'm like, Dude, what the fuck? That's just me being a fan. Yeah. But like, you think about the whole grand screen scheme of things. Um, you know, I think what's gonna have to change is both him and Jerry have to stop doing giving people favors. Yeah. Hire the best people for the job. Facts. So Mike Nolan, get him out. Mm-hmm. In number one, and number two, I would talk to all my highest paying paid players and be like, look, I know that our brand is Hollywood. Our brand is you know, you're a celebrity first, football player second, but I want to win championships. Right. You know, and we can't do that if, you know, we, we, we can't do that if you guys aren't performing. So, you know, hey, you might have to make some trades. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I think, you know, and, and just just correct you, you were talking about Tony Romo era, but it's actually the Dak Prescott era over the last two years with their – all in 16 if they haven't right. scored 30 points or more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about like the off, you know, like, you know, Dallas going as an organization, as an offensive organization. Right. You know, so we were, yeah. So even if, even when our defense was serviceable or even, you know, high in the rankings, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't like the brand of our team. The brand of our team was always our offense. So 100%. You know, yeah. and actually, you know, you mentioned another interesting point, you know, the, the shiny toys on the outside. One of those shiny toys was another big money guy was Amari Cooper. He only yeah. had one game this year where I think, what, over 100 yards receiving? Uh, is that right? I mean, I have to look it up. Let me look it up. His his uh, stats for the game, I, th- I believe so. Because overall stats for the year, well, he did he did have over 1,000 yards receiving this year. Oh, so game he probably had about like one, you know, and probably had like a couple 70, 80 yards. And yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he two- Three, four, Watching four. him live, man. I mean, Amari Cooper's—he's <laughs> a lot bigger than you think than you see on TV. Yeah, but he—but honestly, he. Um, I mean, we have young talent. We'll just yeah. say that. Yeah. No, and I think us paying the hundred million dollars to him, we had to do it at that time because we didn't want to give up what we gave up just for him to be a Redskin like that. No, <laughs> you know, not at all. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I know the popular thing 
is to trade him away, mm-hmm. you know, get something back for him at least. Right. And then we could build around Gallup and CD Lamb. So it's going right. to be, you know, so I know it's going to be pretty interesting to see what, how we even shake up that receiving core because clearly CD can play ball right. and Michael Gallup can play too. You know, and I, I think, you know, it's just like that whole old adage. There's only one ball to go around. So, I mean, what's the point of having 3,000-yard receivers and we're not winning games? So, yeah. let's so let's see who what we could get out of the guy we're paying and pay Gallup and bring maybe another slot in or, you know, you know, like at least a serviceable tight end and get back to the run game or balanced office, so, so to speak. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of holes that need to be addressed in Dallas. I mean, there's a lot of dysfunction across Absolutely. the board. I mean, Mike McCarthy, to your point, like you said, the gas was like, what the fuck? It's like... When he didn't challenge the call for the for the catch yesterday, like all you had to do was literally look up at the big screen, that gigantic Dallas, whatever that fuck that thing is, and then just see that the that the nose of the ball hit the turf <laughs> when he was trying to process of completing the catch. You know, I'm so surprised. I'm surprised I haven't even calm talking about this. You know, yeah, is it like when I was watching the game, I was like, call the challenge the freaking play. Come yeah, on. like you yeah. know, like you saw the ball, and it's like. Clearly, our defense showed you who they are a billion times this year that they can't stop anybody. So <laughs> why put them in that position when we could have just ah uh, anyway before yeah. I before I go even crazier, man. No, go Look crazy, brother. This is your team. You know, you're a diehard Cowboys fan because I mean we need yeah, to talk man. about this because this is the what second straight year that they've squandered an opportunity to make the playoffs. I'm I'm pretty sure it uh. Yeah. Yeah. Second, second straight, straight year. year. Yep. Second straight year. But even like in our lifetimes, or at least as old, you know, uh, yeah. for 10 years, I, I'm pretty sure it's like we're like three and 10 when it comes to do or die games or something like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, enough's enough. You know, it's like, goddamn, we make it right here at the doorstep. And like Stephen A says, an accident waiting to fucking happen. And yeah. that's what happened. You know, it's like, and it's be like, and it was just like something we could have could have controlled. Yeah. You know, where the coach could have said like, "Oh, hey, that's not a catch." Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. actually, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a better analyst, someone better than Stephen A, which is the guy on first uh, on, on actually on first day, but undisputed, Shannon Sharp. What he said today, Jerry Jones is too involved, and Absolutely. the reason why Jimmy Johnson got like, because we're talking about our lifetimes when we were little babies, right? When Jimmy Johnson got yeah. let go, it was because Jimmy Jimmy had no – when Jerry said, I'm going to now control the personnel decisions, Jimmy said no because yeah. it needs to be running through the head coach. It needs to be one voice. Yeah. And when you have an owner who's basically saying one thing, a coach who's trying to send another thing, Mike McCarthy, I mean, what was that, the, the, the smash in the watermelon thing? Like, oh, yeah, we smashed the watermelon when we went to Minnesota – and Mari today, and they're like, well, what does that even mean? Like, I mean, the yeah. shit like that, 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 that's not really a way to motivate men, especially professional yeah. athletes, you know. And I've had multiple on this show, and, you know, I obviously I've encountered many. So I know that for a fact, you know, I, yeah. and obviously I played, you know, not I in the NFL. Yeah, I was saying, yeah. I mean, even, even in our deal, like if somebody smashed a watermelon, I'm not going to be, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, get your ass out of here. Yeah, my pro, same shit, brother, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I mean, stuff like that is like, I mean, I, I, and it's funny because now I'm thinking about the Packers, and we're about to get into that. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at kind of what how Green Bay has done since McCarthy's left. Yeah. Right? Thirteen and three, back to back seasons. 
Absolutely. Back-to-back seasons. NFC Championship last year. Very, very likely they can either make it back that far or even further. You know? But they, they're they the one they, seed. They're the one seed now as opposed to being the two seed because there was there's not there's not another team, like, outside of the Niners who, you know, who could, you know, who, who have who are there to contend with them in the NFC. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I I think, like, even with – I'm not going to lie. Um, I was wrong about the Packers because I know they were always like a – and there are always those teams, you know, that team where it's like they're they're cool, you know, watching, put up points. But when it came to, you know, like last year against the Niners, like that was embarrassing to watch. It right. was like not physical at all. You know, it looked like Aaron Rodgers gave up or, you know, people couldn't get open. You know, you really couldn't put on like a thing, like put your finger on what was actually going on. It was like, God damn, it's just, they're not a good team. Right. You know, hold on. Oh yeah. So they're, they just weren't a good team this year. You know, now, I mean, after they got their ass whooped by Tampa and I think they got their ass whooped by somebody else. Um, no, uh, but I know the Tampa one is the one that stuck with me when I'm like, see, they're doing the same shit. And then they started becoming more physical, you know, and and actually running the ball more and being more balanced and Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers, you know, on top of that defense actually stopping people and not getting ran on. So it's like I, I think I think this is gonna be the mo- one of the more dangerous teams going to the playoffs. So And I think to your point, if you look at it, it's also Devontae Adams just emerging as being just I mean, he's always been consistently great. Yeah. But now, but now, but now he's in a discussion for being the number one best receiver in the league, the entire yeah. league, and it's almost not debatable because outside of Tyreek Hill and DeAndre Hopkins, you know who else are you really going to put in that in that in that category? And obviously, us South Bay JUCO ballers, San Jose City College, and I was there freshman year. My coach, Coach Dub, who I keep citing on this show, worked with both Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. My first day, 2008, San Jose City College Spring Ball. Who was there? James Jones. You know, the QB, the wide receiver guru himself has worked with both these guys. And Devontae Adams, I mean, you see it now. I mean, like the blossoming emergence of him this year has yeah. just been incredible. It's been incredible. Um, you know, and I honestly, I think we saw shades of it last year, too. I agree. Know? I mean, yeah. like you said, Mike, we, Devontae Adams has always been an uh, underrated asset to the, right. you know, to the Packers. And then to the, no, he's been rated, uh, you know, appropriately by the Packers. But to the rest of the league, where it's like, oh, he's a product of Aaron Rodgers, when that's not the case. Right. You know, I think they make each other better. They have good synergy together. You know, and I mean that that only that only enhances you know everybody else's play, right? Yeah. You know, seventeen touchdowns. I wouldn't call that a product of anyone. You know, <laughs> you know, I think that's that's mainly you. And he's no out there running the routes, beautiful routes. You know, and. I mean, you know, congrats. <laughs> you know, he's just, uh, yeah. So I, I, I'd have to say DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill on that, you know, in that little hierarchy at this point in time. So I agree. And, you know, I think that's a pretty good ranking. And I also think kind of to your point about last year, I remember I was at Levi's this time last year, January 19th of last year, 2020. I'll never forget, or 21st, 20, I think it's 19th, right? Um, I remember this. I remember the the one play I remember from Green Bay was just Aaron Rodgers drops back. It's a cover two. DeAndre Hopkins has Richard has Sherman ISO one on one. He takes he takes a single high coverage, 
And then and then and then Rogers just throws and then DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, it's not DeAndre Hopkins. I was it's Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I can't say DeAndre Hopkins. Correct me, brother. God. Devontae Adams. Devontae <laughs> Adams was just like he just he he beat Sherman by by two steps or three and he just hauls it in. And yeah. then what happens in the Super Bowl two weeks later? Sammy Watkins has that same exact throw, that same exact look and coverage, and he and he and he burns him on a 38-yard completion. And he, yeah. and he basically said that he learned that from Devontae Adams in the NFC Championship game. And Coach Dub has worked with both of them. So kind of the, the point is that, yeah, to your point, it's, it's if you can run your routes effectively enough, it doesn't matter how fast you are. It doesn't matter how – you know, if, if you can run your routes and you can catch – I mean, if the best route runners usually make the greatest receivers, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and Randy Moss was actually a very underrated route runner. And D'Angelo Hall talked about that when he was talking about the greatest, why he chooses Randy over Jerry, because he said the reason why Moss got open, it wasn't just that he burned people off the line. He burned you. But he would he would first he would first yeah make first mess you he he break your ankles and then he burn you <laughs> so yeah. yeah that's pretty much how that shit works so you know I think yeah so yeah no, yeah I agree I agree you know and Randy Moss as great as he you know as great as he was or is you know people always say oh well he was only good at the deep routes no I was like you don't make the Hall of Fame for just running deep routes so nope you know uh, yeah so I I agree with you on that. 100%. Let's go down the list of these other scores. Browns over Steelers breaking the playoff drought. Nick Chubb, man. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? We have a rematch of that to close yep, out this exactly. week's wild card. And this time, Big Ben and little starters are going to be playing. So kind of talk to me about your impressions of last yesterday's win and what do you expect to see on Sunday? If this was Cleveland two, three weeks ago, well, before pre-losing to the Jets, I think Cleveland wins. Mm-hmm. But after what I saw yesterday against the backups, and I don't give a shit that it's divis- divisional games at this point. You're playing against Mason Rudolph, who hasn't played much this year, and you're playing against other second stringers that haven't like been in a full-on you know starting role, and they came within two points. Right. So that is concerning for you know to me personally if I'm gonna put money down, but I would not put money down on the Browns at this point. Can they beat the Steelers? Absolutely, they can, um, because of their running game, um, and you know Baker Mayfield making like you know the passes that he should be making. But you know I think it's just inconsistency from you know from him throwing the ball time to time because it's because it seems like whenever. He's ready to make the leap, and then it'll be like a 35 to 10 type of game, and we're like, God damn, man, you got exposed again? Yeah. So, I'll, yeah, so I'm just going to say, you know, the Steelers' experience is just going to be too much. Um, I'm going like, I'm going to go like 30-20. Uh, yeah. And if I'm wrong, I hope I'm wrong, honestly, but. Yeah, you know, that's just just from what I saw. I, I just don't I don't see a lot of hope. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that because obviously, and their defense is trash too. Oh, yeah. they're, they're back. Their their back end is trash. Miles Garrett in that front, they're not trash. But yeah, the secondary as opposed to the kind of front four, it's two different kind of. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, you know what I mean, because Juju yeah. Smith had so many, and uh, Deontay, Deontay, and uh, whoever Deontay forgot his last yeah. name on Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just burned those 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 boys, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Actually, what was his name? Deontay Johnson. Deontay mm. Johnson, yeah, Deontay Johnson and uh, and uh, Juju. 
and uh, Claypool, Claypool too. Claypool had had had, had yeah, some yeah. Plays. I'll say Claypool had some plays last yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Claypool, Claypool has a pretty good play. So yeah, yeah. I, I I'll, I'll probably go. I'll probably go thirty-one twenty. Give them uh, give them a give them a one-point lead over, or maybe thirty-one twenty-one or thirty-twenty-one. Something something like you. It's it's going to be more than it's going to be a two-score game. It's going to be a two-score yeah. game. So. All right, so that's so that's uh, that's the Steelers Browns um, rematch. It's going to close out this week's wild card round. And let's talk about the Colts. Colts are going to play the Bills to open up the wild card round on Saturday. The Colts beat the Jaguars yesterday, twenty to fourteen. The Bills beat the Dolphins, fifty six twenty six. Josh Allen, to me, being a Cali product, being a JUCO product, Natia, shout Natia if you listen to this. You know, you went to Fireball High School as Josh Allen. He was he was the goat of Fireball before Josh Allen became there and became the Fireball goat. Josh Allen to me was always, in my opinion, the best QB of the 2018 draft. I was so sold on him because, like you know, when you're a Cali Juco product, you bet against yourself. And when you're able to get to the highest level, more times than not, you'll make the most of your opportunity. Because why? Yeah. You didn't go to a flashy school to get in there. You didn't go to, you weren't, you, you may have been highly recruited. And based on, for whatever reason, look at Aaron Rodgers, look at Josh Allen. That's all the proof I need. Yeah, I think Josh Allen is going to be the, the the QB of the future for the next ten years. Um, breaking Jim right, Kelly's franchise in the NFL or for the and the, the NFL outside of Patrick Mahomes is going to be it's going to be Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, he he's went over there. He went under one of the more drastic improvements I've ever seen. You know, because yeah. uh, I know that year one, I was like, I don't know about this kid. You know, I I don't know. Like, I see the potential, but I don't know. Right. And then year two was like, oh, he's good. You know, yeah. like, he's good. You know, yeah, I mean, this man's throwing deep balls to Cole Beasley, who doesn't even run deep. You know, or, <laughs> you know, they're like, and what were they saying last year? Like, they attempted the least deep deep throws in the whole league because of their personnel, and they were still winning games. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, those times he unraveled. But, I mean, you're, you're a second-year quarterback. So, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to hold that against you. Right. And then this year, you know, was Stephon one Diggs per, right? One person, one Stephon guy. Stephon Diggs changed life. life. <laughs> you know, changed life in Buffalo. Josh Allen with that, you know, that stellar like you know coaching staff. You know, and then you see this man put up some prolific ass numbers, and you're like, huh? So this is Josh Allen, because like you said, even in college, I think I didn't get the whole hype. You know, when I was, you know, when I saw him at Colorado, I was like, ah. Uh, I get it. Big arm reminds me of Josh Freeman, kind of like he can move around, but like I, I just don't see what everyone else is. Then the senior ball happened. Yeah. And he started balling with people who are actually good. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, this kid, I was like, this kid's good. Cause I think, I think that's another thing people have to like look out for too. Like if you're, you know, like if you're like in a small school as a quarterback, and, you know, you have to be the offense pretty much the whole time. Right. And when you actually play against, you know, players that are, you know, your same caliber. And if you excel, I think you'll be all right. You know, if you struggle a bit, then it's like, mm. you know, you're, you're kind of like, ah, oh, shit. Like, are you this guy or not? <laughs> so, uh, but not like, yeah, Josh Allen, man, he's been balling. So I, I think they might, they are the hottest team in the league. They are. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And, um, you know, and I think um, if there's anybody to knock off the Chiefs, it's the Bills. It is the Bills. Um, don't know if they will, but if they're, you know, if there was like a vote, you know, I'd vote 
the Bills to do that. Um, so yeah, and who they play against again? They uh, yesterday they played the Dolphins, and then Sunday or sorry Saturday they're gonna play the Colts. So, oh yeah, and Colts the, are done. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. let me. You didn't let me preview the Colts and kind of who they beat. And like, All right, yeah, they're done. <laughs> yeah, no, gosh, done. yeah. I mean, the Colts, uh, great story of the year for Philip Rivers. You know, I mean, obviously, comeback player of the year is gonna go to Alex Smith, but Philip Rivers should be in that discussion too. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, it's been a comeback year because I mean, the Colts now are a playoff team. Um, they were one win away from winning the South, right? Yeah, they were. They were. So, at the end of the day, I think the Colts, um, you know, great, great season, great story for Philip Rivers. Probably going to be his last season, most likely yeah. not. Um, you know, so, I mean, uh, we'll see if he gets in the Hall of Fame. I believe he should be in there. Um, a lot of people feel he shouldn't. I, I'm, on, you know, I mean, Hall of Fame shouldn't be about just rings and stuff, but it shouldn't be about you know, blank, you know, just blatant numbers where it's like you just throw them up all the time. But I mean, we all know that Philip Rivers is that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, I just think that, yeah, he is that. Yeah. I mean, he was that guy, but I'm just saying like, you know, I, when I say they're done, it's not even about, you know, there's no shade to the Colts. I just think the bills are that team. Yeah. And the Colts, despite their great defense and, you know, they can run the ball. They already – they've shown us, yes, especially yesterday, Jonathan Taylor. Um, Jonathan Taylor actually had had 250 yards with yes. – what was it? With with uh, with less – with four less carries than Derek yeah. – Derek, so 8.4 yards per carry. Yeah. I would say that man has track speed, you know. So track it, speed. It's, it's crazy watching him run. So you're like – I mean, when you put those, you know, elements in there, yeah, I mean, you probably think like, okay – Bills need to worry, but I actually don't think – I do not think that the Bills have to worry about the Colts. I think the Bills are going to handle business just on how they ran. So, I – yeah. I agree. I, I, I And to your point, I mean, they won six to seven – I think six straight. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's – Stephon Diggs has <laughs> – Stephon Diggs leads the league in receptions and receiving yards. Two statistical categories for receiver. The yeah. only category he didn't he didn't he didn't conquer was the triple crown, which is the touchdowns. Yeah, and he basically I mean, he, got two. You know what I mean? Right. And so, did that as a receiver. That's still like, damn, you were balling this year. So balling, man. I mean, that's just fucking insane. Because it's like, ooh, like one year without Kirk Cousins. We saw moments of Stephon Diggs, like obviously in Minnesota with the miracle of Minnesota against the Saints. Other yeah. moments too. But you know he's had every he's had a different quarterback almost every year. He's had Case Keenum, he's had Kirk Cousins, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. He's just gone through QB. We need to give we need to put some respect on Stephon Diggs' name, man. I mean, oh yeah, oh, yeah you know I mean sure. this 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 cat is a fucking ball. I'm all thinking about the receiver hierarchy right now. I'm like shit, like, forgot about Stephon Diggs, bro. We forgot about him. Say wait, who we had over there? So it was DeAndre Tyreek Hill. And Devontae. Uh, okay, no, it's it's right for now. It's, it's right. right. It's hard. It's hard because it's because hard. We, because, because it's okay. Yeah, because we because we, they, they have a full body of work, sustained body yeah. of work for the past couple of years, and Stephon Diggs just had a breakout year now. So we have to see yeah. more of this, and you know, we'll probably you probably yeah. be there. Yeah. And I mean, and you know, no disrespect to his other seasons, because you know, I mean, he was balling. He was just the second guy. So yeah. that's just really what it is. Okay. Like and to your point, let's go through this. And so now the Colts. So we already have a prediction. 
Yeah, Colts. If I'm gonna put a score on, I'll probably put 36 to like 16, 36 to, to 10, maybe. Um, I mean, it, it, it could be a close game, 36, 26, or something like that. But, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I said it was over, but I didn't think it'd be like that. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna give Colts a fighting chance, and their defense is not. They're not gonna let out 30, you know, 35 points. I don't think so. Okay. I'm gonna say. Um. I'm gonna say 27, 20. 2020 is good because I forgot about Darius Leonard. He's still there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Darius Leonard. You know, he'd be like, Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but 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 remember, they did allow 31 points against Green Bay this year. Yeah, and in my opinion, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, Green Bay, and yeah, we 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 haven't talked about the MVP discussion. We'll get there, but I mean, I think mm. that when you look at it, it's like Josh Allen right now is just too fucking hot. That yeah. offense is too hot like i just don't know how to say I, I i don't know any other way to say it like it's just it's they can they can beat you in so many other ways they spread you out and then he had then he just i mean the the ball goes in so many different directions and he has the strongest arm of, of any quarterback in the nfl not named patrick mahomes right so yeah. i mean it's just you know what i mean so hey i'm saying they never had the throw off but i mean hey a strong arm's a strong arm so oh, yeah. I, I think i think those two are basically one a one b just depends on it depends on the day. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. So, all right. Now let's talk about the, so to after, after that game, which is going to be the first game to open up this weekend, we're going to have the Rams and the Seahawks Saturday at 1.40 p.m. PST. The Rams played the, who did they play yesterday? I was watching that game. Oh, Cardinals. come on. How, Cardinals. How did I not know that? I'm an MC West guy. The, the, Rams played, the Rams played the Cardinals, and I was watching that game intently. Because obviously, when I played in Chicago, my last year I played competitively, like full time, was the Chicago Falcons. Right. A lot of my friend, friends are Bears fans, so they were all looking at the the Cardinals game to see, you know, how how you know how that'd go. Right. The Bears sorry ass got in the playoffs. Any of my Bears fans listen to this? Fuck y'all. Y'all don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Y'all are the sorriest team to ever make the playoffs in in my lifetime, and and and, and y'all are gonna get blown the fuck out of the water. Uh, who are you? Who who are the Bears even playing? Actually, let me get there. Bears are playing. Bears are playing the they're, fucking they're, they're uh, the Saints. Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're gonna they're get blown out. the fuck out of the water. They're gonna get blown the fuck out of the water. I don't I care. I, yeah, like, I yeah. I mean, the Bears <laughs> defense is good, but I'm like, nah, their their offense isn't nearly what they think it is. Like you saw, Trubis, Trubisky is basically Blake Bortles that can run a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I it's it's really hard to really like say definitively like the uh, player sucks but Trubisky is pretty trash so he's trash Nagy's trash the, the whole the whole I mean they could have think about this they could have had Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes they traded up to get Trubisky over both those quarterbacks <laughs> yeah that's all I gotta say it's just this says it all so I, I, yeah so I mean at least we don't have to do that game because I it's just let's just be real it's oh <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Yeah. But so they, bad, so bad. Congratulations yeah. to them handling, you know, the early losing streak and getting in that position. But yeah. I mean, and people are mad about the NFC East, you know, of the you know, Washington, you know, fo- uh, football team. But the Bears are, I, I mean, I don't see any redeemable qualities except Khalil Mack and that pass rush. If they, if, I mean, if that's even still a thing with them. So I know their corners are all right. But 
Yeah, you know. Kyle Fuller and those guys. I mean, no, those boys, when I was there in 2018, I got to watch them play when they made the playoffs that year, when they yeah. deserved to make the playoffs, when they went 12-4. and four. Open yeah. the season against Seattle. They were just getting after Wilson. Wilson was sacked on his ass. I can't even remember how many times. They win that mm-hmm. game, and then they play the Patriots, and the Patriots win the Super Bowl that year. The final score of that game against the Patriots, I believe, was 37-31. So wow. it was – Oh, it was yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was watching that game, and I was like, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. But now, I mean, you've seen them. After one year of film on Trubisky and Nagy from that one season making the playoffs, defenses catch up in the NFL. I mean, there's no way to, you know, with Kaepernick, too. I love Kaepernick, but defenses caught up with him after after defenses figured out the read option. They're like, okay, yeah, now we know exactly how to take Kaepernick out of the game. You yeah. know, the reason why the Ravens are so be- are so much better is because Lamar Jackson can actually play from the pocket. Kaepernick, yeah. you know, had never really developed that. You know, he was and I a hate free to... guy. Yeah, and that's—I yeah. mean, that's that's nothing against anybody. It's just yeah. it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, I mean, like Lamar Jackson. Like you know, when we had this debate last year, it was like, oh no, Craig Robin, you know, Craig Robin, Lamar. I don't know, man. I don't think they'll ever do it. <laughs> but it's like, you know, Lamar Jackson was only twenty-three back then, or twenty-two. Correct. I think 22. it was twenty-two. Twenty-two, youngest MVP yeah. ever. And now he's 23. And then, like, yeah, defense caught up to him in the beginning of the year. But did you notice when they were six and five until now, how much better he got? You know, and then he's willing to hang in there. Boom, boom, let that go. Let that go. Like, I I mean, we see, we see like little streaks of it in the beginning of this year. But the last five weeks, you're just like, oh shit, like something must have clicked. You know, but that's, that, that's, that's always, a great sign if you're, you know, the front office, like, okay, this kid could play from the pocket when we need him to. Facts. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see still what, what goes on in the playoffs, but you know, I, I still think the jury's out. So. Yeah. Jury's still out, you know, cause he's still 0-2 in his playoff games. So we have to see, but I yeah. do believe, I do, I do, I do believe that, that that's going to snap. He's going to snap that streak this week based on what we just got yeah. earlier in, in this segment. Absolutely. Episode, yeah. But now let's talk about kind of let's get back on track to the Cardinals Rams game. One thing I was watching, okay. the Kyle Murray goes out. So it's the backup versus the backup. Is John Wolford yeah. the guy who no one knows who the fuck he is, which is phenomenal because I got to share that meme on my Facebook yesterday. Oh my I just nah, yeah. the guy, the bachelor, <laughs> team of the bachelor. I mean, who the fuck cares about the bachelor? No one watches the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> and um then then you had the backup quarterback for the Cardinals who had like the tats, and I don't know who he's who's name who he was either. Yeah, but, I mean, it was, the, the biggest matchup I was watching that game was Jalen Ramsey versus DeAndre Hopkins. And Jalen Ramsey was 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 making it difficult for, for D-Hop all yeah. game. It was a phenomenal matchup, bro. I mean, I was just like watching that. Like, if, if, if you're a fan of the game, you want to see those elite matchups of elite corners who can play man, zone, elite receivers who can go single, single coverage, double, you know, Kind of, you know, go against man, go against zone. You know what I mean? You know, inside release, outside release, beat all types of coverages and presses, right? So, yeah. I mean, I'm watching that game, and I'm, the only thing that comes to mind is that I'm looking at this Rams defense, and I'm just looking at Aaron Donald. I'm looking at the backers, and I'm looking at Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd, they yeah. got after that QB. Uh, unsung hero, Leonard Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd from that from the same that Bears team that made the playoffs 2018. Leonard Floyd. Yeah. Yep. I saw. I've seen him play. I know, I know, yeah. I know how he plays, right? Back to back to the point. Like you're watching this unfold, and you're just like, oh, oh my god, this defense is nasty. That's a so, Super Bowl defense. It's a Super Bowl caliber defense, right? I don't know if Jared Goff is going to be healthy enough for the Seahawks game. You know, if he's not, uh, if that, if that thumb's fucked, you know, what I mean, then he's then yeah. But yeah, great story of the Rams to, to make the playoffs this year against the Cardinals. 
Especially yeah. when they needed to, you know, because I think Sean McVay needed it. it, it he did. It, people will say, oh, well, they went 9-7 last year. But the whole thing was he was supposed to be the new wave, you know, the new, you know, the new um, whiz kid of the NFL that could take it over, you know, for years <laughs> to come, shit like that. Right. And, and that's, you know, and sometimes the media gets ahead of itself, you know, by, do, by doing shit like that to these young people, you know. And then the moment they slip up, then it's like, oh, maybe he's not as good as we thought. Sean McVay is great at what he does, and that's designing plays, you know, to suit his quarterback, his personnel, and making everybody successful, you know, regardless of, you know, your, regardless of your, you know, your uh, physical attributes. Like he, he can mask deficiencies, and I think that's a underrated skill. And that's something that Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels have done for years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what they do in the playoffs. Um, I think the defense is going to give Russell Wilson and the Seahawks a, a great run for their money. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those games. It's probably going to be ending up one of the best games of the weekend. Bar I now. think so. I think so too, because it's a divisional game and I, it's my division for my team. Yeah. And I mean, to the point, to your point, and if you watch Russell Wilson yesterday, Niners yeah. were up like 16 to six and then 16 to 12. And then it was 23 to six. And then this, and then, and then somehow Russell Wilson and the, C, and the Seahawks, you know, credit Russell Wilson and Lofa and any, any other former Seahawks, I shout out <laughs> yesterday, you know, credit, credit to Russell Wilson for hanging in there and just being Russell Wilson and being the mag, magician, magic man, like yeah. cooking, letting Russ cook. Right. Yeah, like being able being able to will his team to win to win the game against the Niners. But you're facing a much better defensive front this yeah. week. You're facing and a, a much better, better and on top of that, a crazy good secondary. Oh my God, Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and that secondary and Hill. Don't Troy forget Hill, Hill. the yep, pick six. Troy Hill. Troy Hill, man, like he had the pick six and that was phenomenal. So, um, and I think the Rams have already beaten the Seahawks this year, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, one stat, one stat which is crazy, you mentioned Sean McVay. He's 8-0 against Arizona on his career as head coach. 8-0. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yeah, never he's lost bad. to the Cardinals. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, man, yeah, I'd say I, I think that's going to be the uh, the hidden nugget where it's like, oh, Rams, Seahawks, I don't know. Seahawks win. But then when you watch it, it's like, oh, snap, are they going to lose? I think yeah. it's going to have that type of thing where it's like he's going to go down to the wire to where Russell Wilson does his thing or Aaron Donald comes up huge, you know, or one of those pass rushers. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not calling that game. You can call if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you Seattle. want. You, Seattle. Okay, Seattle. Seattle, All right. 24, All right. Rams, 23. Yeah, that one-point game. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah. So Actually, my- you know what? Actually, no, I'm going to call it with the. I'm going to. You, you convinced me because it is a home game. Seattle is going to be at home. They, you know, they, I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson's ever lost in the first round, has he? Um, I, has he? No. Not sure. No. He's never I'm lost in the first that. round. He's never lost in the first round. Okay. Yeah. He's a, Le- he's a LeBron James of NFL. <laughs> <laughs> ah, take it out. He yeah. has lost in the first round by us. Russell Cowboys. Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yep. How can I forget that? Yeah. Yeah. My bad. 
Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, no, I mean, that was recent, too. It was two years ago. That's that's, that's like, too many hits in the head, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I had to think. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I know for damn sure we didn't make it to no conference championship. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's. That wraps up the wild card weekend and kind of the recap of the weekend. You know, I mean, 49ers out, he's out. Look, I already talked about this. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy needs to go. We talked about this last time. Jimmy has to go. Kyle yeah. Shanahan kind of gave like a soft and soft kind of endorsement where he's not really endorsing him, but he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. But pretty much yeah. low, 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 uh, Lorenzo Alexander, you know, low, low. If, if, if anyone yeah. knows anything about running back or fullback, you know, Lorenzo Alexander. He was yeah. talking about yesterday. He's like, Kyle Shanahan's words were a soft endorsement, but he wasn't saying that I'm not going to upgrade. He's, Basically saying that Jimmy will get an opportunity to compete next year at camp, but during OTAs, but I'm still going to probably upgrade and bring someone in to compete. So, well, I mean, they were talking, they were inquiring about a 42 year old quarterback. That, that should tell you everything you need to know there. Yeah. You know? I mean, you, let's just be real about it. So <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady wanted to go there, but then eventually they said, no, we're, he doesn't fit the scheme, but Matt Stafford is, is a potential free agent target for the off season. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I would say I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what the Niners actually do at quarterback. Me too, me too. And obviously, we'll probably address our secondary needs, everything else in the draft. So pretty much that's that. Now let's talk about the MVP discussion. All right. All right. I need to hear from you. You. All right. So you got. I remember we talked about this, but Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers are the most like candidates to win MVP. We want Derek Henry to win. He's not going to win. Yeah. Between yeah. between Mahomes and Rodgers, who's your pick and why? Hmm. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, okay. You know, I mean, ah, now I got to sit up. Going Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I, I got to say, only because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers had a, you know, has had a, like a low, I mean, he had a historic year, you know, this year. I just think certain losses burn in your mind too much, at least for me. You know, especially when I saw them lose against Tampa like that. Uh, there was another loss where they got blown out. And I'm just like, bro, what? was it the Chargers? No, it wasn't the against the Chargers. Um, I'm trying to think of – there was another game that Aaron played where I was like, like, come on. You know, <laughs> it, yep. like, like I, he's good for like one or two of those stinkers. Yes, we know about Patrick Mahomes' weapons and all that. You know, we know that uh, December wasn't the best – month for him but hell he found ways to win so I mean, yeah um i mean it, it I, I don't know it's just you know packers might be the you know uh aaron Rodgers might be the popular vote you know just for it's like okay they're streaking at the right time they're you know they're doing the damn thing like it's hard not to give it to him and he may you know, he may as well win it it's fine i mean i, I it doesn't matter to me right yeah, but still, Patrick Mahomes, you know, I mean, he's he got my vote. You know, every time when it looks like they're about to lose or he has a bad, bad or shitty game, they're, right. they're never out of it, you know. And I feel like when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, when they're down, even by two scores, you feel like they're they're done. Yeah. You know, they, you know there's no, you know, not no chance, but, you know, it was just – I've seen it enough this year where I'm like, oh, okay, well, when they're down, they're just down. And Aaron Rodgers is like, all right, fuck it. We'll go on to next week. And then Patrick Mahomes is like, shit, I got, what, two, three interceptions in this half. We about to have three, inter- you know, three touchdowns this next half. So it's like, 
I don't know, just differences. So differences and kind of uh, to your point, body language differences and kind of leadership. Patrick Mahomes is a much more vocal leader uh, than Aaron is. Aaron's more quiet, lead by example type of leader. Yeah. Um, but let me just read you some numbers, okay? We're gonna start with Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes number on the year numbers on the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in 15 games. He's completed 390 passes out of 588 attempts for 66.3 percent completion percent, which is a career high for him. Right. 47-40 uh, passing yards, 38 touchdowns, six picks. Um, he's and he's also had average high rushing, which is 62 attempts, 308 yards, uh, and two TDs. So that's that's good for mm-hmm. him. Now let's go to Aaron Rodgers. 40, t- 40 total touchdowns. Good. 40 total touchdowns. Yep. So let's go to Aaron okay. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. All right. So Aaron Rodgers has played in 16 games, 372 completions out of 526 attempts for 70.7% completion, which is which leads the league. All right. Yeah, 42.99 say. passing yards, 8.2 average yards per uh, per attempt, or I guess completion, or per, per, per attempt. Uh, 48 touchdowns, which leads the league to five yeah. picks to five picks, 121.5 pass rating, which also leads the league, 9.1% TD percentage, 1.0 interception percentage, which also leads the league, and um, rushing, not so impressive, but he's actually he's actually rushed for three touchdowns this year. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm saying, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to knock anybody for the rushing, you know, especially if you're old or, you know, a quarterback, you know, it, so that's, it, it's different stuff, but. That's 51 total TDs from A-Rod, man. Like, that's just, that's just insane. And you think about the teams, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> I mean, you uh, see the weapons KC has and Sammy Watkins, yeah. right? Green Bay doesn't have those weapons. I'm giving it to Aaron just because, you know, they say it's not the do more with less award. In this yeah. situation, it is. Because I mean, yeah, these guys are neck and neck. Casey's yeah, 14. yeah. No, that's, that's fair. I mean, yeah. no, it, that's fair. I mean, because Aaron Jones, as great as he is, I mean, he, I'm no. I mean, I think he's better than Clyde Edwards. Hilarious. I agree with that. No, he is. He is. He is. <laughs> but like, but outside of Devontae Adams, it's not like you know Aaron Rodgers just throwing it over to like a hulking tight end that can run you know a four or five or something like that. Right. So I, I so I get it. Like you know, me making the sensible choice would be Aaron Rodgers, but you know, I'm just like I'm just being honest with what I'm saying. I'm like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, man. There's a reason. <laughs> we'll just we'll just put it like that. There's a reason why this man won a Super Bowl already. Yeah. So. No, it's magic. It's magic. You know, it's magic yeah. to see what Patrick Mahomes has done, what the Chiefs have done. I personally yeah. think Patrick Mahomes is probably going to, if not for the Bills, I think if 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 the Packers play the Chiefs, <laughs> I mean, I, I I somehow the Packers get past all the teams in NFC, make it to the championship, yeah. and the Chiefs almost without question that they're probably going to make it. I mean, the the, the Chiefs are going to win. Patrick Mahomes is. This era is Joe Montana. I mean, I have not seen a quarterback with this much poise, this much yeah. talent, and just just this much all around, just 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 great. He has like literally everything you want. Yeah, everything you want. Somebody who could move, somebody who could throw, who's accurate, somebody yeah. who's a great leader, someone who's mature. So it's like he checks all the boxes, literally. So it, yeah, I get it. I get and, it. <laughs> and to your point, of because to your point, what you said about. Kind of when teams are down, you see the difference between Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes when both teams are down. Patrick Mahomes, to your point, it was I heard it on ESPN the other day. It's like it doesn't matter what the other twenty-one guys do. That one guy will make will will you over the top. Yeah, you know, I, and, I feel that's an MVP to me. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. shoot, 
I mean, if, if he does get the MVP, I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll see him with a back-to-back Super Bowl MVP award, yeah. which is more important. You know, kind of like LeBron James. He didn't get the MVP, but, hey, man, he got the Finals MVP, which which is right, what counts. Right. So. right, exactly, exactly. You know, and then, you know, I mean, I know no one would actually would rather lose in a first round versus a championship, but, I, you know, that's just – uh, you know, that's a talk for another time. <laughs> oh, no, 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 exactly. No, if you're a winner, you want to make the run. Yeah, I don't care. Exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Perfection exactly. is because you're there, you win, right? You want to yeah. get there. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. That's so, like, if we win, fucking great. Fucking but, great. I mean, even if we lost, it's going to sting a lot, but at least it's like, ah, we're so close. <laughs> so close. But I'd rather do that than losing the first stinky round and shit and be like, oh, you <laughs> can't go anywhere, you know? So. Hey man, you can't get these unless you get out of that first round. So right. remember that. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Niners obviously Raiders beat the Broncos 32-31. Not much to say about that. Yeah. Um, I do think Gruden should. Uh, we should reevaluate Gruden. I'm gonna have Lincoln Kennedy on Wednesday. I'll probably ask him questions about kind of what he thinks about the Raiders and. Yeah, all right. I mean, they're they're kind of disappointing. I mean, the Jets. Some coaching kind of some coaching news. Obviously, Jets. Uh, Adam Gase is out as wow. head coach. <laughs> now you could see them from a mile from a mile away, right? Yeah. Um, Doug Marone is out from the Jaguars, and so fine. the room. Yeah, I it's think, fine. I, I, I honestly think he ruined a lot of um, you know, I, I, he ruined a lot of the infrastructure in there, right? And they always say, "Oh no, it was Jalen Ramsey or Leonard Fournette." And it's like, no, it's that motherfucker because he. I mean, how do you have that much talent on your team? And they all want to leave. Right, I think that says more about you than them. And then right. when they go to news, you know, new spots, we don't hear a peep. Right. And I'm, you know, like Jalen Ramsey is a talker. We all know that. Right. But we ain't, we we haven't heard any crazy shit, you know, coming out of L.A. about him. He just wanted to get paid. That's it. Dante Fowler, um, when he was on the Rams, you like he was he was a good citizen. You know, I, I think he's on the Falcons now, but you know that's he's irrelevant now at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, uh, but it's like, I mean, that just I think that just tells a lot about a coach. If whoever, if people who leave you at an alarming late rate or wants to leave at an alarming rate, and they play better wherever they go, like I think that just tells a lot about you as a coach. So. And I agree with that because if you look at it from the vantage point of kind of, you know, just understanding what it means to leave, we talk about Mike McCarthy. Guys don't buy, you know, guys don't take him seriously in the locker room. He doesn't have a voice in the locker room. No. Doug Marone, guys don't take Doug Marone seriously for the same reason. I mean, what, 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 what do you have to make guys buy into what you're trying to preach? Do you have these? Do you no. have this? Do you lead by example? Yeah. You know? And, 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 and with coaching, it's a very, very kind of fine line you have to walk, you know, when you're trying to yeah. inspire and lead men, especially professional athletes. So I, I personally think that I agree um, for a variety of reasons. Doug Maroney was not was not good. He, 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 the, 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 all, all the issues that we saw, the toxicity in the locker room, you know, the reason Jalen Ramsey got shipped off after making the AFC championship game, like you ship off sniffed, Jalen. Right, never sniffed the playoffs, not even close. Kalei Campbell, right, going to the Ravens. You know, I mean, these these are things that you know you 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 want to always maintain your best player. You don't you don't side with the best coach. You make the coach work with the best player. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's that's pretty that 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 that, that tells it all. So, 
And kind of now the next thing that we're going to talk about with that is that Urban Meyer is now a potential uh, coaching candidate for the uh, Jaguars. It's, it's, it's rumored right now. Yeah. Um, and obviously with that, Trevor Lawrence will be the probably be the first draft pick. So we might usher in a brand new era in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. That'd so be kind of, tough. yeah. Because I mean, be kind of, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, that that's basically it. I know I wanted him out here in Dallas. I mean, not here, but like I wanted him out in Dallas. Yeah. But just for, you know, you know how it goes. I mean, Jerry Jones would just have to weigh too much power over that guy. <laughs> too much, man. You know, and it it, it would have been like it would have been great, but it wouldn't have been bad. You know, right. I mean, like great that we have Urban Meyer, but Jerry Jones would be like, nah, I still want attention, so we're going ahead and let me go ahead and take this attention from you. Exactly. So. And I mean, like Urban Meyer is the type of coach who needs to have end-to-end control. Shad yeah. Khan, who's also Pakistani like me, who's the owner of the Jaguars, is a very hands-off owner. Yeah. That's what you need. You need your owner to be hands-off. Trust your general manager and your head coach to do their jobs. Yeah. Men. So, I mean, period. Period. I mean, like, because you can't have multiple voices in, in guys' ears. You know, no. your head coach says this, your GM saying that, your coach is saying this. You as a player are like, what the fuck's going on here? You know what I mean? It's yeah, just exactly. like, so, yeah. I mean, it's okay to be a player-friendly owner, but you can't, like, you know, you, you can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Don't, don't muddy up the waters. Never. <laughs> just don't. So, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Jacksonville does in the offseason. The Jets, uh, we'll see. Woody Johnson's on, he's out in Europe. He'll be back on the 22nd, I think. And they said maybe he'll have some say in the new head coach. Um, the Jets are the Jets. Trevor Lawrence yeah, is out. There's yeah, yeah, nothing to really look forward to over there. So right, right, yeah. So they're they're just they're just a hapless team. I I really hope the good head coaching candidates don't go over there because yeah. New York it, it could go really wrong or really good. Yeah, and I don't see it going really good anytime soon. So right. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think with that point, I mean, um, what was I going to say to that? Frank Gore should just retire because, I mean, what he's the reason they won those last two games of the season, you know, before yesterday. So he, yeah. he needs to just hang it up because we'll see how trash they are without, without, without Frank just, you know, kind of running the rock up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right. I am say it was unimaginative to watch when I did see it. Sucked to see Dan, Sam Darnold, like, looking as bad as he did, even though, like, I don't think he was a bad quarterback at all. It's just, I mean, the structure around him. Like, there's literally nothing there. So Yeah. No, I mean, and here's another issue. With, and that's a, that's a good point you brought up. They're talking about moving off of Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold is never the issue. I mean, it's like, I'm sure if they do move on from him, if he goes somewhere else, he'll, do, he'll oh, be yeah, very he's successful. Yeah, he's a ball. I, I, you know, hey. Send him to Pittsburgh. Have him sit a year, you know. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's – I mean, even San Francisco, you know, have him sit a year over there. Like, there's – I mean, Sam Darnold, he's not – you know, because people who watch football in a vacuum, casual fans are going to say he's trash, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, but it's like I think any anybody would be trash if they're in an unstable situation. And, the you know, and clearly, you know, they were talking about last year when – Sam Darnold finally talked to the uh, gays talking about, oh, yeah, I don't want to run these plays anymore. I want to run plays like this because they play to my strengths. And then they started going on a cool little streak. I don't know if you remember that. But I do was, remember that. Right. So there were seven and six with him as a starter in 2019. And then I don't know what happened this year, but <laughs> nothing good. Exactly. Nothing good happened. 
So. Yeah, I mean, the team itself has a lot of issues that they have to address, but yeah, I think Sam Darnold needs to leave. And as a sheer point, I think that, that that organization is so dysfunctional that they'll be better off without him. So yeah, I think I think yeah, I think that's a pretty uh, it's pretty we're pretty in a, much in alignment there. I think um, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Chargers, I'm looking for how they do next year. Um, yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. You know, I Anthony Lynn. You know, as much as I liked him as a person, I think he needed to be gone. Just, yeah, just, you know, not even because he's, you know, I, he's not a trash coach at all. It's just I sometimes you just need a new voice, you know, and you know if you're letting all, you know, multiple, you know, uh, leads, you know, multiple double digit leads go by, something's wrong, right? You know, so it's, I mean, I, I just think it's time, and then you can't, you know, that I mean that was a waste of rookie season for Herbert, where it's like I threw for 31 touchdowns. <laughs> and we weren't even close, <laughs> you know. We weren't even close to making the postseason. So I, that's that's a, you know, that's a crime. So God, let me let me read the numbers: four thousand three hundred thirty-six yards, Pretty thirty-one sure touchdowns, ten picks, and sixty-six point six percent completion. That yeah. those are Pro Bowl numbers. Those yeah, are those Pro Bowl are QB. Like if somebody, yeah, if some veteran threw that, you're like, oh shit, they balled this year. He threw more yeah. yards than Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, so you know, I mean, and and in less games, fifteen games instead of sixteen. So yeah, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert's gonna be Herbert. Actually, yeah. So Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, those are my three picks for kind of who's gonna be the future of the NFL. Um, Lamar Jackson has to be in there too, just because you know. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I put Lamar and um, not Kyler Murray, but I still think Deshaun Watson's that guy. I agree, yeah. Deshaun Watson, and it's funny, uh, you I watched. Just... You go ahead. It, we just need him to have a coach. <laughs> yeah, no, they... a coach and a GM, and then I can say that confidently. But as of right now, I mean, you're right with the with your list. So yeah, you know, yeah. you got, you know, you have, um, you know, Herbert, Mahomes, um, Josh Allen, Lamar, and I mean, Kyler Murray's more of a, um, you know, it's kind of like Russell Wilson, where it's like. That's not the norm, you know, but people who can move around and, you know, you're going to value people who move around and could throw. So it's like, you know, but not, but not somebody who's 5'11 all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. It was funny. My last guest, Reggie Gray, we're talking about it. Cause like, you know, me and him, you two, we're all kind of you know, under you know, five ten and under. And yeah. um, pretty much it was like, you know, like we were just, we came up in the wrong era because, Nowadays, they, they look for guys like us, little little guys, you know, and like I played AFL, he did, you know, you played semi-pro, you went to D2. I yeah. mean, it's just like, you know, it's just like, like yeah, like they look for little guys to fit these schemes to play QB if you're fast enough. But it's like yeah. back then, it was all your numbers and your size. That was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was it. So, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting point, and I totally agree. Like, it's like, yeah, it's cool to see how, how the game has changed. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's see what else we got. Anything else? Um, oh, NBA. <laughs> Did you see about the, the the Paul George Devin Booker confrontation? I heard about it. Yeah, you know, I, I think I saw a little clip. Yeah, apparently uh, Booker called him a punk ass. You know what, right? <laughs> punk then, ass uh, what? You could say it. <laughs> nah, I, I don't use it. So exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, and then Paul George. You know, I I mean, shit. <laughs> that's like calling that's like that's we'll just say that's like calling the kettle black right so, yeah yeah i mean 
Shit, so Devin Booker thought he saw a spade, so he called a spade a spade. So he did. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I NBA man, I yeah, I I watched I watched the opening week and then like you know week two, but you know I I did hear about that this weekend. I heard I did see clips about you know Kyrie and Katie missing game winning shots and. You know, LeBron celebrating his birthday by beating the shit out of the Spurs twice. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, LeBron James, he put that stats that I think comparable win percentage since LeBron's broken to the NBA. Just has made one less championship than the Spurs since he's come to the NBA. Or the yeah. Spurs. And just, like, and like, it's just it's insane. Like, you know, and I think LeBron James, uh, 36, hasn't slowed down. We've never yeah. seen a man at 36 be this dominant. Uh, this right career. we've never seen exactly. it you know and uh, you know and it's like you know people will say well you know it's tom brady football but tom brady's not running around and shit he's no ball. dude tom you brady's literally just doing this yeah and just that's and then bang 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 yeah. and that's it like which that's is, not which yeah still, which is still great but right. i'm just saying like when we talk about like when i athletes great athletes, athletes say ever, it thank you you know, I'm not talking about a quarterback that was stationary most of the time. <laughs> I'm talking about a fucking athlete, a man yes. going out there and dogging shit. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what he does. Exactly. Man. So it's just, you know, hey, I mean, haters are going to hate, you know. So, I mean, LeBron's doing his thing. Shouldn't really, honestly, there shouldn't really be any haters about that, you know. But yeah, but we live in a tribalistic world where you have to be one or the other you can't just appreciate greatness when it's here so right um oh yeah so american public get that shit out of your head (laughs) stop hating on that man because you got these (laughs) right hey if you win rings then that's it i mean that's that's, i mean what else yeah yeah what else and and actually no let's have the debate where you were alluding to earlier losing in the first round Versus making it to the finals oh. or championship series, you know, kind of, you know, talk to me about your mindset because I'm always wanting to make the run. I don't give a fuck if I win or lose. Yeah, it's you can get these on the way. So go ahead. Um, yeah, man, I I gotta say, I'd rather. Well, if we had a choice to lose, then yeah, I'd rather lose in the in the championship, right? Versus losing the first round, right? Because uh, at least, like, even in semi-pro, I'm all thinking, like, uh, so even in semi-pro, we lost in the championship, you know, the first time. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it made you feel like shit. You know, you're motivated the next year, blah, blah. We come back, run it back, win it all, boom, like, we're done. But, um, you know, I, but if we, you know, can you imagine you have a talented team and you say, we can run the table or we could – we can make it far, and you lose to the first round. So if you're that good, that means you lost to the worst team to make it in the playoffs. <laughs> I think that would make me feel more like shit than anything. Right. Because I lost to the, someone who probably had no business being there in the first place. Bingo. And and even if it's a four versus five seed, it's like, yeah, we, you know, we may be like, uh, you know, mirroring each other, but. I want to beat this person because whoever I get to play next, we get to see what we're truly made out of. Right. And then I'm like, oh shit, I guess I wasn't shit. I don't know. Like I, I'd rather lose in the championship versus 
first round. Absolutely. Facts, facts. facts. I totally agree with that. I think it because if you look at it, like, you know, if you make it to the final round, like, for example, let's take the Patriots. They went 16 0. What if they lost in the first round as supposed to exactly. lose the Super Bowl? Would we exactly. consider them as a great team? We wouldn't. We wouldn't. No. Honestly. Not at all. This, it would have been like the greatest choke job in NFL history, period. I'm technically still consider that, but I mean, still, I mean, like, I mean, but, but yeah. I mean, but, but it would have been worse. It would have been yeah. way more infamous. And it would have been right. like, no one's going to talk about the 23 touchdowns. No one's going to talk about the 50 touchdowns. Correct. No one's going to talk about the success that they had in the regular season going up into the postseason. Right. So at right. least we said, oh, yeah, that was the best Patriots team we've ever seen offensively. And then they met the Giants. You know what I mean? Like, like you, like you say that they were blowing through everybody. You know, they're doing their thing in the playoffs. They looked unbeatable until they met the Giants. Right. So if you would have done that, they're like, oh yeah, they look great. And then they lost to like, you know, I don't know who they faced in the first year on that year, but somebody who had no business being there or somebody who, you know, barely got by the wild card round and they lost, you know? So yeah, people, people are silly. <laughs> if you're a pro athlete, you're you know you know this collegiate whatever. Yeah. So give me the <laughs> right. run, baby, every time. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Give me the run. So yes. I'd rather have I'd rather have a chance to win it than no chance at all. It's all it's all facts. It's all facts, my dude. So anyhow, all right. What else? And we I think I think I'm out of topics. You got anything? <laughs> uh, I would say actually no. Uh, but let's see. Thinking about other topics right now. Oh, Ryan um, Garcia. Ryan Garcia looked very unimpressive. And, and if Ryan Garcia has to face, face Javante Davis, I know you don't watch boxing. Maybe you do. But if you watch boxing, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Ryan Garcia is talking this mad shit about how he's going to knock out uh, Javante Davis, this and that, blah, blah. But, I mean, like, he, he got knocked down. He came back when he came back and, and won the fight, which is very impressive for him to come back and win the fight. But if, hmm. he, if, if he were to get – if he got knocked down by whoever the hell that dude was, if he faced Javante Tank Davis – and he has to take an overhand right or a left. You don't watch the sports, so you don't know this. But let me just tell you, Tank Davis can hit very, very, very hard. <laughs> so well, if, yeah, if, I'm going to see some of that stuff on YouTube. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. You know, Google it, you know. But it's just, yeah, I mean, he he got exposed, in my opinion. So I think, yeah, that's pretty much. Anyone listening, listen to the boxing, watch the boxing. You heard it here first. Anyone podcast, your host, your beloved host. Very handsome, very athletic, very attractive, very very intuitive, very intellectual, right? I'm saying that Ryan Garcia will get knocked the fuck out of there if he has to, if he has to fight Tank Davis. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, go ahead, Hashim. <laughs> oh, well, shit, man. Um, I got to actually get back to, you know, get back to the grind. But um, thank yeah, you close for it out. Hell yeah. yeah, no, we're, yeah, we'll make this a regular thing, bro. Shit, I, I, I need someone to co-host with me talk about sports because I have to interview so many motherfuckers. I don't get time to actually talk about kind of what, what's transpiring, so. We'll make okay. this happen. Yeah. All right. We can make this happen. Shit. All right, baby. All right. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Talk soon. All right, man. Talk to you Thanks. soon. Yes, Out. sir. Out.